similar to the Pakistani team of the 90s, where we have a very average batting lineup in test match cricket, but an above average bowling lineup. So we can only win test matches where our bowlers outbowl the uh, uh, opposite opposition bowlers and one batsman has a good innings, you know. Except and, and you know and and um, not like what we the, the shirt I'm wearing by the way is from an era where India probably had the best test batting lineup in the last forty years. I mean, with yeah. Dravid, yeah, Sakhi, yeah. Ganguly, and Tendulkar. So I mean, Australia apart, Australia had a terrific batting lineup. Yeah, so, and, and, and what Sachin and them did was they out batted. Australia, that famous Sydney test of 240, he just but wasn't sure this, that he uh, had enough bowlers to take 20 wickets, so they just scored 700. <laughs> this comparison you draw with Pakistan, I have a very simple question. Do we have a Vaseem? Do we have a Vakar? Yeah. Do we have a Mushtaq Ahmed even or a Saklan Mushtaq? So, I, okay, about... I will argue this though. Ashwin in this form is almost like what yeah, Saklan right. was in the 90s. One Ashwin doesn't do it. We've realized this again. You know, again, it's you can't put small bits. That test bowling lineup of Pakistan's was a monster lineup. And in, against New Zealand, in New Zealand, they won crazy test matches. 50 yeah. to win, 7 wickets in hand, and suddenly these guys just come and blow you away. Yeah. And they would do that regularly. So we're not quite bad. No, no, I'm, I'm not giving exact examples. I, but I, I, I think our batting. What I wanted to make as a point was when England arrive in India, hmm. you get one decent pitch, you hmm. fail on that pitch. Yeah. Or more importantly, Rook succeeds too heavily on that pitch. Correct. After that, you give what I call Shiv Sena pitches because you've been <laughs> digging up the pitch. You've been digging up the pitch at night. That is the most spectacular description of Shiv Sena pitches because clearly somebody came in the middle of the night and dug it up. There's no other way to describe it. And I get into these fights with all of our very, very, you know, ardent cricket fans on Twitter saying, What's the problem with these pitches? They're rubbish pitches. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you why they're rubbish pitches. You don't, your batsman did nothing in that series, had to do nothing in that series, and still walked away saying, We won 3 1. Well done. Okay, you have one innings of note, which is Sharma, 161. Congratulations to him. Well played. But it's just one inning. And he was spectacular there, and he, he will also be spectacular at home. Yeah, and Rishabh Pant did exactly what he did uh, in Ahmedabad, what he did in this test match. But clearly, in this yeah. test match, he was out for yeah. 41. And yeah, in Ahmedabad, he got 100 because ball bouncy nahi ho raha tha. Uh, it paid off. He also got a little lucky in Ahmedabad that time. It paid off, whatever it is, right? And in circumstances, he understands better. He knows how to manage his percentages better, mm. right? But what I'm, what I'm driving at is, so now through Australia, Mm. Through that England series, your batsmen haven't compiled runs. Exactly. Right? Now, you've had COVID before that. Mm. And you jump into an IPL and the IPL also is left halfway through. Your batsmen still don't have runs under their back. Absolutely. Right? Now, you chose IPL instead of in England to prepare for this WTC championship. When you got there, you chose to play an intra-sport match. Yeah, as opposed to playing a competitive match against a county, uh, which to me a competitive match is always a different feel from an intra squad match. You can pretend that you're fighting with each other and playing as hard as you possibly can, but you're not. No, and my, it, my biggest thing is you're not aware of the strengths of the county. Intra squad match, right? You 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 still have you know I mean you, you know an English an English bowling lineup even if it's a county class bowling lineup will come and bowl bowl at you with the knowledge of conditions in a way in which your guys simply can't. Right? Yeah. I mean you are adapting. Anyway, be that as it may, I don't think on preparation I can say a lot because really what can you do? Nobody can get rid of the IPL. 
Uh, and then there was COVID in between. So you have these protocols of being in quarantine, etc. So there's not a lot you could have done preparation for, right? What I find surprising is people are now saying, as, as the WTC then approaches, and people saw New Zealand pretty much for two test matches walloping England. I mean, they didn't win that first test, but they were on top throughout that first test. And in the second test, they put England to the sword. And on a fairly flat wicket, fairly flat day, they bowled them out for a paltry score. You know, in the, th in the third innings of that test match. They are... Uh, a very, very good bowling lineup, a very difficult to comprehend batting lineup. They win big moments constantly in test matches. And, and that is why they will always keep winning test matches. And, I, and honestly, I, I, before I proceed further with any other analysis, if this won't New Zealand, I'd be very upset. But New Zealand, I, I genuinely feel like they, they've earned their position. You know, uh, Harsha Not... at this wonderful thing that when New Zealand was lost to England in the World Cup final, apart from the 5 million New Zealanders, there were 1 billion Indians more outraged than them that they were wrong. Because I think that I, I, was... And I'll tell you something about that day was also the Wimbledon final where yeah. Federal lost a match. He should have won maybe in three, if not four sets, but yeah. lost three tie breaks out of five and lost yeah. that match. And to me, Federal's loss is massive. So somewhere that sense of injustice from Federal also sort of melded into New Zealand. And New Zealand acquired the similar sort of status of must come back and must win something. Yeah. But so, it, as a moment of cricket, right? When that when that throw comes in from the boundary line, Stokes dives into the crease and the ball hits his bat and goes for four. And he gets up apologizing, but he still gets four runs. I, to me, that was one of the great no. injustices. And he should not have gotten six. He should have gotten five. So I, I don't know whether he got into the crease or not. That's that's the question, right? Did he yeah. slide in? Manage to get in or not? So that's what they were saying that the Dharmasena also sort of uh, miscalculated. So that could have been, but what the yeah, that, look, that only yeah. adds fuel to the fire. So there was this injustice, and, and besides that, I New Zealand play a lovely brand of cricket. Uh, yeah. They have a great mix in their batting, etc. But we'll get to them. As you said, we'll get to them. So now preparation, you can do what you can do. You can't yeah. do more. But what you can do is you can you can look at the goddamn weather report. And see, it says rain for five days. And don't come and say dumbass shit like, we have picked an 11 that takes the conditions out of the equation. I have never heard a stupider statement by a test selection uh, squad. You, how, how, how do you play test cricket taking the conditions out of the equation? How do you do that? No, then what is the logic of paying three spinners in India? You should play like three of your best bowlers, or Siraj Bumrah. I mean, play the same team there as well. Why play three spinners? Yeah, it's absurdity. It's it's a silly, almost machismo-laden veneer of an excuse for a bad selection. And the no, bad selection. Honestly speaking, this reminded me of the Australian attack in the last tour, our attack, where Shami was as good as Pat Cummins. You know, he kept hitting the uh, line consistently. Ishan Sharma was decentish, like Josh Hazelwood, who was giving support. Bumrah was like Mitchell Starr, that he would have two great spells and then five shit overs after, followed by that. And um, uh, Ashwin was the only saving grace, but he, I, I just don't think he had enough in the first innings. I mean, the fact that he still managed to pick up the wickets he did or tried to make it a match is just testament to how wily of a bowler Ashwin has become on the last no, day. No, 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 no. See, again, when, I, when I'm when i talking about selection, 
I have no problem with Ravichandran and Ashwin playing. No, no, I'm, I'm coming to that. I'm saying that if you had Siraj instead of Ravindra Jadeja or something like that, at least there was some. Sort I don't of... think you could have done Siraj for Jadeja. That's what I'm trying to point out. I think the selection problem has occurred prior. And this selection was forced upon you because you had no other options. Yeah. You haven't taken any swing bowlers to England. That is. Right. Yeah. You haven't taken Kuhi. Yeah. And you haven't taken Shardul Thakur. Now, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Shardul Thakur, but he swings the ball. Deepak Chahar, he swings the ball. I you haven't taken him. I, I told this on, the, we had this discussion on Kushal's podcast before the WTC, and he's like, what would be your, you know, 11? And I said that if it's, if it is uh, gloomy and dark, I would drop Jadeja for Shardul Thakur. And they're like, why? I was like, because he can bat and he swings the ball. I was like, you give Shardul Thakur an Anderson-like spell, four overs with the new ball, four overs for reverse swing and four overs at the end. Bara over mein do wicket guaranteed hai because it swings the ball. Guaranteed hai ki nahi hai, mohmeri ko nahi pata, but it represents smart At some point, Indian cricket in England decided they wanted the bowling all-rounder, right? So what was thrust upon us was the Abject mediocrity of Hardik Pandya. Hardik Pandya may be excellent in white ball cricket. I don't rate him as a test match bowler. Or oh, Robin Singh hai yaar. He is Robin Singh. Well, he may be a bit better, but I'm not on that. I'm just saying that you chose Hardik Pandya. You were willing to take a bowler who I think is as limited as Pandya on this all-rounder, bowling all-rounder theory. Hmm. Right? So if you have that theory still, I don't understand why you would leave both Bhuvi as well as Shardul at home. And Bhuvi is now going to go play in Sri Lanka and I don't understand why. And, and the strangest... The, the, the strangest and, and, so, and just from the selectorial team, right? You pick two spinners. You're just taking the uh, conditions out of the equation rubbish. Uh, so now what you have is, you've taken Jadeja. Ostensibly now Jadeja plays as your all-rounder. Yeah. That's, that's the spot that you've given to him. Yeah. Right? But he plays in conditions in which he's not going to get overs. So do you deem him a better batsman than Vihari? And in which case, why is Vihari there? And Vihari so is the only Vihari's slot then should have gone to one of these fast bowling all-rounders that we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the, the selectorial problem, in my view, happens before your before the team is selected for the test match. Yeah. Right? Because within this test match, who do you select now? So, you couldn't have picked Siraj for, for Jaddu because Siraj doesn't give you the batting that Jadeja does. Hmm. And your batting becomes too thin then. Hmm. Right? Uh, if you pick Siraj, you probably have to drop a bowler somewhere else and pick Vihari for his batting. Yeah. Right? So you're, you're stuck. You're, you're, you've got a selectorial problem of your own making in your squad selection. And I <laughs> hope this gets sorted out for England. The only way Siraj would have come is had they dropped Ashwin for Siraj and Jadeja would be your lone spinner. And then you have four quicks and Jadeja being your spinner. But I right. think... in, which case, in which case, you've not got your best spinner. Yeah, and, and Ashwin, Ashwin right now is Kumble between 2004 and 2008. He plays every single test match India plays irrespective of the condition. because no, no, I, I, I want to go a bit further. I think Ravi Chandran Ashwin is what I love about Ashwin. Yeah. The guy has tenacity, he has heart. He is the kind of person you want in your team for the emotional element of being of fighting for five days. The guy is not a quitter. I mean, he's he, he to yeah. me, he is see, see, Kohli produces a lot of bluster. He yeah. screams, he yells, he does. Ashwin may be quieter, but my god, he is the most aggressive cricketer in that team. Yeah, he's a, which is why he's a, he's a, 
which is why i gave the kumble example because kumble was the same way very quiet of the field but and yeah. but, but and steve was said this about kumble that very whether he bowls his 49th over or the second over it will be the same quality yeah and he just no, no, but kumble was still well behaved right ashwin okay. can ashwin let me put it this way to you kumble has never got a mankad anybody ashwin will not give two shits yeah. right and he has he's proved it. and no, he's standing and, but i will tell you this i learned one thing from gavaskar we, we are going to we are now going to say the batsman was billy browning and ashwin ran him out my point is ashwin must yeah. be selected because he is an in, integral emotional element of the team so you created a selectorial problem in your squad selection in my view the 11 that then you eventually produced you had very few other options but i don't think you had any other option without sizably weakening the batting Now you could in the past have weakened the batting if your batting lineup was in form, but as I point, that's why I pointed to the previous two series. The batting lineup is not in form, was not given the chance to score runs in India also, so did not have any time on the crease at all. So you know you can't rely on five batsmen, and now you've got to go in with the lineup that you have. You have no options with that. Absolutely. So, and then we're going to come to the future in a second, but we have to talk about New Zealand because they actually won. You know? No, no, I, I, I was, I was planning. Honestly, I was planning to go day by day. Like, yeah, so are, we'll, we'll go day by day, and and we'll talk about New Zealand when we go day by day. Inevitably, but, it will happen, right? Because somebody will be batting, somebody will be bowling. Inevitably, both sides get covered. Absolutely. Ha. Um. But one one point I'll I'll say before before that about Ashwin. You know, India used to always struggle getting out left-handers in the early two thousands, right? You have a plethora of left-handers that have done very, very well against Matthew Hayden, Chris Cottick, Andy Flower. Ashwin gets out left-handers for fun. You know that's that's. As does Ishan. As does Ishan. Ishan has yeah, a nice record. Yeah, as does Ishan too. But like, especially like Alistair Cook. I mean, I think between Ashwin and Ishan, they just had a lot of fun with. It was all Ben Stokes in this series, right? Because Ben Stokes would come with a ball. Both of them. Both of them. This trait is a is a more recent phenomenon because Ashwin has bowled extremely ineffectual rubbish test match after test match at Alistair Cook in yeah. India and from India. 2014, he was horrible, and then 2018, there Even was a new. Even before that, in the 2012 series when they came to India, yeah, yeah, they they, yeah, yeah. So he just couldn't bowl at Cook. He did not bowl at Cook. Yeah, no, I, I think this yeah, is. He was a different bowler. He was much younger. His craft wasn't as honed. It was a different time. And Kumble had the same patch also, na? No? When we went to Australia in 99, he was absolutely rubbish. In 2004, he single-handedly took half the Australian side out in in every single Test match. So okay. Yeah, yeah, but, Uh-huh. But after they made five hundred, speaking no, but he poor guy had no support. Like we are, our chief. Yeah, our, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Our bowler at that time was Ajit Agarkar, and our spinner was Murli Karthik. I mean, I mean, it was very bad. I think Murli Karthik wasn't a bad bowler. I think Ganguly just didn't trust him, and I didn't trust left arm seamers enough because he used to slaughter left arm seamers himself. Murli Karthik was worse. He's the only guy. He didn't have enough support from Ganguly, but he was a good bowler. No, great bowler. But tough in Australia, like on left arm spinners have done just very. No, the Aussies traditionally like left arm spinners a lot. Yeah. They they give a lot of uh, backing to left arm spinners because Aussie wickets bounce. So left arm spinners can be very complicated for right-handed batsmen in Australia. So the, so okay. So let's start with the day by day, right? And we'll talk about New Zealand when we do the day by day because. No, no, no. Let, let, let's start with our with our Kohli special, the toss. Which hot the toss? He can never win. He can never win a toss. Yeah. Good circumstances, bad circumstances. Kohli is not winning you a toss. So I think Kohli should stop picking uh, heads or tails. He should just let the <laughs> opponent do it. I mean, uh, 
I mean, we're being facetious. It's just hard luck happens sometimes. Some guys are lucky with it, or some guys are not lucky. And he himself made a joke of that. I think. Oh, but Jeet Gay is like, oh, I'm shocked that I won the toss or something like that. I don't know if it no, was he, the idea. He, he's incredible at it. He beats the odds so bad. I mean, it's a coin. Yeah. It's got sides, man. You should be winning half these things. He smashes the odds to smithereens. Yeah, exactly. No, so this this reminds me of um, this reminds me of that Shole. He he is the guy who when you toss the Shole coin, he would still call it wrong. <laughs> <Even though> it, <laughs> that's actually quite good. That's actually quite good. So I've I've had this. I, I should maybe create my own meme on this because I've had this joke in me for a long time. But coming um coming to that, so uh, from the toss, right? You had actually Kohli to to be fair, he played really well on day one. Where he actually cut down on his game. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have some opinions on that, but first, let me start with um, New Zealand. Bowling they bowled poorly at the start, and yeah. if you saw the broadcast, the broadcasters were very good in their analysis of it, and they showed that there's a length variation of maybe even half a meter or a meter that causes the problem. Hmm. And New Zealand were towards the back end of the good length spot as opposed to the front end of the good length spot. Yeah, and that's why they weren't sort of. And the moment they pitched up, the moment they started pitching up, they got those two wickets. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. The, the openers. Openers started well enough. Uh, but New Zealand, you know, while I'd say they bowled poorly, they still look some threat. Yeah, yeah. Bound Colin, because of the conditions. Colin but they back five times. I, I mean, yeah. for fun. Yeah. Now, Kohli comes into bat and we one, we end the day 144 for three. But Kohli uh, and Rahane are batting for quite some time. Kohli makes 44 with one boundary, right? Mm. Now, just as you said, just as you said, this was a very common opinion I got from a lot of friends at that time. Mm. Uh, exactly what you said, that he batted really well. He batted within himself. He made sure he, he played for the team. For a batsman of Kohli's quality to hit only one boundary in a score of 44 is quite something else, right? It's a lot of restraint. My view on this is batsmen of the quality of Virat Kohli, if they're hitting only one boundary, there's a problem. Mm. Right? Tendulkar might make 44, but Tendulkar will hit five boundaries, six boundaries, and then he might get out trying to play a shot, but he can't mm. not dominate the bowling. If he's feeling himself, he has to dominate the bowling. Kohli could not dominate the bowling at all. Right? Yeah. All right, so he plays his percentage cricket, but to me, it's a bad sign. To me, it's a bad sign when a batsman of that quality isn't doing it. And primarily, it's a bad sign because I think there's something much worse happening with Virat Kohli. People keep talking about that cover drive. His one boundary was a cover drive and everybody wanted to wax eloquent about it. But the cover drive has totally gone out of his arsenal now. He's very, very scared of playing it because the cover because that corridor has become a big problem for him. And he's not wrong in the in the analysis of the first day to say, you know, if, if the rain had stayed away a little bit that day or the bad light hadn't come that day, we would have got more overs to bat in those conditions. After being set, you would have made more runs and been in a better position. But that's the luck of the draw. Yeah, yeah. 144 for three, 146 for three was an excellent performance today. Yeah. Excellent. And New Zealand knew they'd messed up, knew that their lengths were wrong. And you saw that change immediately in the morning on day two. Yeah. And and they didn't even need a new ball because the Duke ball swings till it's 80 overs old. So it swung. It does, and also the the outfield is lush. It's no, the ball's not traveling to the boundary all that much. So where is it going to get roughed up? There's nowhere to get roughed up at all, right? Yeah. That also takes reverse swing out of the equation. You've got to rely on traditional swing, swing and seam. Yeah. And Jemison obviously looked the best bowler in the on the first day, and he was clearly the best bowler on the second day. Clearly the best bowler of the Test match. I mean, he just gives you nothing. Gives you nothing whatsoever. 
and he's got Virat's number. Virat is just can't handle. He couldn't handle him in the ODIs in New Zealand, not in the Test matches, and he couldn't handle him. No, I'll tell you this though. Just imagine, just one one thirty second side, and we'll go back to this. Imagine the rest of the world bowling attack with Jameson, Pat Cummins, and either Rabada or Nordgay at like you know three bowlers, and Ashwin being the lone spinner. They will be impossible to hit anywhere, anywhere. They give you length. They give you no length. I mean, because all of them bowl with it. Even Ashwin bowls with an economy of two or three. They just don't give you boundary balls. It's just unbelievable. But I, I also think there's a lot of bad batting going on. So huh. as we yeah. Pujara has a problem in England. He's oh. always had a poor record in England. He can't handle swing as well as the others do. Rahane has made runs on occasion in England. But here's the killer statistic. When this test match began, the Indian current Indian batsman with the highest average on English soil playing against England or, or playing on English soil was Kohli with 36. Right at the end of their careers, Dravid and Tendulkar. After Tendulkar had a bad series in the last series, supposedly bad series, but even in that bad series, he crossed that 36 comfortably. Yeah, yeah. He ended with 54. Dravid was closer to 60. Yeah, yeah. Right. You need that kind of runs. You need those that level of runs, and, and you, you are not going to get those kinds of runs. Let me tell you this: Kohli is thirty-six after a phenomenal two thousand eighteen. You can imagine the scale of disaster that's two thousand fourteen. It was first, yeah. First, second, there's that old two thousand fourteen technical problem is visible again, uh, and it's visible in all formats. Mm-hmm. There have been no centuries since two thousand nineteen. Yeah, and I know there's been COVID in between, but there have been enough games as well. And there have been one days. One day with the Kohli. He's getting out the same way in ODI as also. Yeah. Exactly the same way in ODI also. Against England in the home series or before like the 2019 one or something, there was no reason for Kohli not to score big. So let me give you an example of that weakness and how well bowlers can exploit it. Even at his peak, right? 2017, 15, 16, 17 is Kohli's peak. And in 17, the Champions Trophy final, if you remember, he got out two consecutive balls to Mohamed Amir. <laughs> yes. Right? What were those deliveries? They, everybody was thinking about the one that is going to swing in and hit you on the pads. And Amir got him twice in Gali. Right? It's the away cutter, which is uncomfortable about that corridor, but his hands go hard and he can't control the shot. And he got him replica twice in the Gali. No, no. That's what happened in the 2011 semi-final also, when Wahab Rihaz got him out in Gali and then, of course, he had that crushing Yuvraj Singh Yorker when he got Yuvraj out. So that weakness of Kohli, I'm going to develop this this point about Kohli's batting. right? And to me, that is why 44 comes with only one boundary. Hmm. Because he's just not comfortable playing that shot as freely as he used to. Yeah, You know, mark back to his best ODI innings, uh, even his best test innings. He absolutely clobbers them outside off stump. He loves that cover drive. He stomps on it. Yeah. He loves it on the up. He loves it when it's pitched full. I mean, he, that's his shot. That's his, his bread and butter shot. But it's a weakness today. And it's a weakness, more importantly, in his own mind. In mind. Yeah. Starting to get to that point. Anyway, so this is where we are on day one. We ended well. Day two beginning. That cover drive weakness is back. He's now prodding on a few outside off. And eventually, 
that one two sucker punch jemison knows he's going to get him either on the outside edge or the inside edge yeah. and he beats the inside edge and gets him lbw it was a plum lbw very early in the day and that yeah. that coming so early in the day created problems you have created big problems because now you're down to uh, in in very cloudy conditions outcomes rishabh <laughs> and pant is an excellent batsman for a lot of conditions this is not a set of conditions yes yeah. yeah and it was just proved and and the problem with guys like you know i look at sevag and sevag was i treat sevag as the most peculiar sweetly generous stand alone cricketer i've ever seen in my life yeah. only virendra sevag can play like virendra sevag nobody else can play like virendra Agreed. Only he, in my view, gets that that out, which is to say, I'm just going to hit everything. Yeah. Only Sehwag gets that. Rishabh Pant does not have Sehwag's hitting ability. He does not get that that leeway. Hand-eye coordination. I think to need to hit out swing bowling in England, the hand-eye because if we remember Sehwag in 2002 in Lords or in Trent Bridge, he was in ballistic mode, and India actually did not look like losing in 2002 or 2007 in England. They just didn't look like they'd lose the series. Adil, it's not so much. It's a hand-eye coordination. Absolutely right, but it's Sehwag's setup. Yeah. Was he so leg stump? And I'm going to come yeah. on this leg stump point as well. He's so leg stump that. what constitutes a corridor ball which is say the fourth stump for the fifth stump ball is actually a cut shot for it yes. of that space right whereas our man rishab is much more on the stumps so he doesn't have that kind of space and he his his stroke making is much more muscular much more leg side driven right his off his cover driving his straight driving is much much lesser than sevak Bowlers in England want to bowl on off, and Sehwag's like, I want to hit you through point all day. Because so, there is there is a difference. Strength and they're also going into Sehwag's strength. Pant is a T20 batsman trying to replicate that in Test. Sehwag actually developed a habit of playing like T20 in the Test match using yeah. the Test match bowling lineup. Right. Sehwag was an awful T20 player. He had a terrible T20 record. Yeah. I don't. Know, he was like, how much more aggressive can my mind get? I don't know how to play this format because yeah. I'm anyway. I'm. Yeah. I'm a gun. Yeah, he's, he's a very lazy fielder. So T20 is all about saving and runner. Like T20 is all about running fast. Oh, yeah. I'm just talking about as a, as a batsman is hitting. What new idea is Virendra Sehwag supposed to yeah. bring to bat? Even Shahid Afridi, for that matter, given how explosive he can be, his T20 record is very mediocre. Yeah, that's a gully cricketer who was glorified based on whatever marketing thing. Ah, boom, boom, ah, ah. We'll we'll get back to that. Deserve to be anywhere near the international. He's better bowler than he was ever a batsman. But but very, very good white ball bowler. But one thing I'm driving at is you have your Kohli has a problem playing the cover drive. Pujara has a problem in cutting delivery because his bat comes like this. It comes sort of is his last minute flourish from second slip was also a trying straight. It doesn't actually. Rahane is not making runs for you regularly, and yeah. here's something. Here's a common theme I'll show to you. In my opinion, from what I've been watching, and this happened from the South Africa series of 2017, and mm. one year that we played away cricket, mm. all of these guys have started to take a middle off guard. Yeah, and they're all landing up on off stump, and that's and for that reason, they're playing too many balls. Firstly, mm. secondly, they're not leaving the the bowler. The bowlers can be closer in line. They just don't have the freedom. to be able to play the cover drive because the ball that they want to hit isn't coming to them correct dravid and tendulkar as a contrast used to play more a leg middle guard hmm. so the in cutter was actually played with a straight back 
if you're on an off middle guard the in cutter is played with often you know, though you try to go with the straight bat often it will end up being with a closed bat face you're going ahead of your pad and you're closing the bat face that's very dangerous right so this is this is a part of where i think this technically has gone wrong they're all moving towards off and i don't know why and i don't know why, where the runs for that come from i i don't understand the basis of it it's not a great <laughs> idea in my view anyway this so this was day 2 uh tough conditions played badly tail just did nothing the last three wickets went for nothing yeah uh but having said that in my view 217 was a fighting total was a good total good enough total i mean i wouldn't have been surprised if we bowled well from 217 we could have come out with a lead yeah wouldn't have actually surprised me all that much 20 30 run lead could have been managed and and had that seventh wicket partnership not happened sixth or seventh new zealand may forget which where jameson eked out a few runs and stuff i'll tell you the thing that happened on that day which uh was really really the massive session of the test match happened on that day yeah no other session in this test saw more than 60 to 70 60 65 runs being scored yeah that second session on that day on new zealand's second day of batting that is right on this for say day 2 new zealand end effectively at what 100 for 2 100 for 2 yeah 100 for 2 100 for 1 for 2 something start, like that huh. yeah start the next morning oh yeah so i want to come to this now they start the next morning and i thought next morning for the first hour and 10 minutes it was bad cricket all around i don't think we bowled particularly well they were very tough conditions so pure rain all over the place cloud all over the place we did not in that first hour create what felt like a real chance yeah right not really beating the bat all that much not making them play all that much but to their discredit they didn't play any shots they could yeah. have actually had more scoring opportunities at that time because we were a bit short of length and i'll yeah. tell you something about the captaincy that bothers me you're bowling a bit short hmm. right hmm. and so you're forced to keep a point uh-huh. right but well, what do you want to do in those conditions in england you want to leave point open and hmm. in fact you don't even want a a, a regular cover you want an extra cover So you leave this big gap open on the square yeah. and pitch the damn ball up, and you don't even need a ton of movement. The edge will come, right? If the batsman tries to square drive, the edge will come. And both Williamson and Ross Taylor love the square drive. Yeah, especially so, Ross Taylor. Like Williamson. For me, this is a captaincy disaster. You have to take point away, and that immediately signals to your bowler, buddy, you're on your own as far as point is concerned. If you want to pitch short, you're going to keep going for four. So please pitch it up. But and that's actually, that's, actually, that's what happened in the second innings when Bumrah drew Ross Taylor's edge. Of course, Pujara dropped the catch, but that's exactly what happened. He was trying to square drive it, and so he, what am I getting at? What am I getting at? You, with your bad field placement, incentivize the bit of the bad field. At some point, as a captain, you have to start taking. You can't just say my bowlers bowled bad. Yeah, yeah. your bowlers have started badly. You have to now take charge of them. You have to turn to them and tell them, "Look, I'm taking away your point." So you're gonna mm-hmm. have to pitch up, mm-hmm. and I don't care if you get hit for two, three boundaries. I don't care. Get hit for five boundaries. I don't care. You're gonna get me these two wickets, and once you get me these two wickets, I'm back in the test match. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But instead, an hour and ten minutes pass, and nothing happens. And then eventually, when they do get a wicket, do you remember how it happened? Yeah, the the Taylor wicket, right? Yeah. So first, Shami was the first bowler to actually pitch up, and the effect was telling. But Shami didn't get a ball till like seven, eight hours or something. There, there you go. Maybe ten hours. Ten hours. Ten hours. मुझे याद नहीं है। Shami pitched up. When he pitched up, ball, he bowled some 
Well, you know those kind of deliveries that you only get in England, which you look at and go like, "My God, that that can't be rebold," and it can certainly never be played. It's, Even though it didn't get a wicket. What Even James Madison does for breakfast every day. Yeah. So he uh, he pitched up, and then he pitched a little, but but not enough, not frequently enough. Although he was better than the others, it was still not enough pitching up. You know how we got that wicket? With a yeah. lofty cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, yeah, it was he. He did. He did not bother to keep the ball down. And uh, Shubman Gill had that uh, good catch, and it was a phenomenal catch actually that got us the wicket. Well, I mean, it was a good catch. I wasn't a phenomenal. It's a, it's a no, throw like diving now in standard. No, no. The reason I'm saying that is because it, it's it it could have been it could have been like it's not the ideal place where you want the no, wicket. I, 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 I get that. But my point is this: uh, this is an hour and twenty-five minutes into a day on which there's cloud cover. You haven't induced an edge. Yeah, not one edge. That, that says a lot of the bowling, a lot about your captaincy. Yeah. Okay. Then you get Henry Nichols, and that's your first edge. Yep. And that comes from Ishant. But Ishant bowling to the left-hander, I expect the edge. This is what he thrives on. Hmm. Right. And then Shami bowls that. Absolutely unplayable pitch to BJ Botley. Mm -hmm. That ball is not even good length; it's full length. Yeah. So if you haven't still learned your lessons, you've got a problem. And I'll tell you why they didn't learn their lessons. Now you come to the next session, and that next session is where this test match was lost more than even what we did. Just observe what happens here. No other session in that entire test match produces more than sixty, sixty-five runs. That session produced one hundred and six runs from zero. Correct. Right, and so they went from where we. I was thinking at the end of the first session, we're going to take a lead here. Yeah, when Watling was dismissed one thirty-five for five, I thought that New Zealand's a lot by like ninety. Yeah, and we'll get a thirty-run lead, and then at the end of the day, we'll be like. Pandran and give lead as a test match. My fifteen runs lead is effective in these kind of test matches. And I think that was the difference because if if you see, India was forty-fifty runs short in the last in the end of it. That's what I'm getting at, right? So they. Those runs exactly are what go from being forty fifty behind hmm. or thirty behind to being thirty ahead, hmm. and that's a really telling difference. Thirty two, it's not a bad lead, right? Yeah. But whatever thirty two was, now the sun is out, yeah. and it's been out for most of the day. And you come out to bat with the sun out, and I, I mean, you know, Rohit Sharma looks like he's in command till he's not in command. Yeah. Shuman Gill, I am going to give another ten test matches to Shuman Gill because it's apparent the guy has it all. He has everything in his batting. He'll come good eventually. I have no fears as to that, hmm. right? Uh, but he's got to start producing now. He's got to start producing some runs of this England series. Otherwise, he's, we don't he's want another, we don't want another Vasin Jaffer or another KL Rahul. KL Rahul, because he reminds me of Vasin Jaffer because Vasin Jaffer had so much promise. Man, whenever you That guy, whenever he was batting, you were like, "Bas tu khelta hai for six hours." And it, it, it was, such Jaffer a is extremely, extremely elegant, but I I wouldn't rate Jaffer there because Jaffer, throughout his Test career, first phase and then second phase, he used to have plenty of innings where he's caught on the walk. It was just too slow. Ah, he is getting out the same way now. Rahul can come and slaughter like Dale Steyn for five sixes and an over if he wants. Okay, I mean, Rahul had crazy levels of talent. Yeah. But just no application, and I'm starting to fear. That's the that's the one fear which Shubman Gill. Yeah. So in my opinion, Shubman Gill is India's next great batsman. I, I don't see anyone else around the corner, mm -hmm. and I hope I hope I'm proved right because we really need some depth now. Mm. Anyway, so 
that dismissal of Rohit's just I was filthy with that dismissal. It was not shouldering arms to that length. It 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 was reminded me of that stupid hook shot he played at the Gabba. Or not at the Gabba. It was at the Gabba, right? Like he was 52 and, and last two, three overs to go, and he's like, let me hook him for another six. And I'm like, oh. Gabba, I think it was Sydney. It was maybe it was Sydney. I've, I've, but it was a dumb, dumb. It, that's what it reminded me of. It was as dumb yeah. decision. And, and I'll tell you why it's even worse. Is because in those conditions, suddenly the ball isn't moving as much. Oh. Right. So the propensity to not want to play a shot doesn't exist. You can play a lot of balls on your back now. Oh. Oh. The deviation isn't as much. Oh. Right. There is uh, when you play in swinging conditions. Oh. Oh. And the greatest example of this used to be Tendulkar and Travis. They used to do this a lot. I'm going to say something very uh, oxymoronic. But there is such a thing as being beaten while being in total control. Right? You play the straight line and you have no problems about the outswinger beating you. Yeah. Because you're not playing the outswinger. Yeah. Right? So if it's swinging too much, no worries. This is exactly what I intend to do. But I have a physical discipline that my bat is always in, in the line, the straight line of the ball. Right? So if you play with that discipline when the ball is moving lesser, you're going to actually play a lot off the bat. Mm-hmm. But he got totally done by Saudi. He he was confused about what that ball is going to do. You may be confused, but at least you get your bat down. Shouldering arms made no sense and plumb LBW gone. Then Kohli and Pujara come. They sort of start off... Uh, you know, not to say much to say about the end of that day, but then comes the final day and the party starts again in the morning. And they first four overs, they looked like they had some intent behind them. Yeah. You know, they weren't hitting boundaries, but they wanted to score. They wanted to move forward. And it made tactical sense because you ended the day 30 odd ahead. Hmm. And we all sort of had this figure of 180 to 200 to get safe. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I don't know how, you know, jingoistic Twitter might have thought differently. Or jingoistic fans might have thought differently. I saw zero percentage chances of an Indian win. Yeah, it just there was no chance. There was the no chance. Only, only chance was if we were somehow all out with a two hundred lead with fifty overs to go and the ball was turning square. Yeah, but 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 that would need some kind of miracle innings. By That's what I'm saying. So th- that is why bowling lineup that doesn't show weaknesses. And it would need Trent Bolt to scuff up the pitch with his footmarks and Ashwin and Jadeja to exploit it. Yeah, it, was, it was madness to expect more, right? Yeah, so. Yeah. Whatever, so they start off and then something happens. And I'm gonna come back to that off something again. Jemison now gets it, gets his line and length sorted. Yeah. And what do we do to Kohli? Kohli, before he got out, he plays outside off to just exactly what I thought in his mind he's doing is that being beaten while being in control thing. Mm-hmm. Right? No problems with that, except he's playing for an in-cutter on the fifth stump. You have no business playing for an in-cutter on the fifth stump. That's true. And being beaten by the straight delivery. Yeah. Eventually, what does that translate to? The away-going delivery, your hands reach your hands reach for it. And yeah. if you look at that delivery in isolation, it's mm-hmm. so far wide outside off, you even wonder if this is an elite batsman. Mm-hmm. But it's been done by what was happening prior because he kept bringing the ball in and this guy gets so far outside off that his head goes beyond the line of the in-cutter and his yeah. hand is coming across. So the back face is closing on the on the ball. Yeah. He has a problem. With that one dismissal, I felt he had a problem even knowing where his off stump was. Absolutely. 
and that's a huge problem for your best batsman to have i mean listen tendulkar dravid have had bad times bad series but they always knew they're off they may be playing up your bad shot maybe making mental errors but not having a problem with where their off stump is he's got a real problem i think right now with where his off stump is and i i bring everyone to the patch between 2001 and 2008 right because that's where indian batting lineup was at its finest those seven years right we found everything from oh, a great- I, I, Uh, maybe 2011 but i don't the, in, we had those two bad series in england and australia and by 2011 tendulkar and dravid had no, up to the 11 world cup at the 2011 world cup indian indian cricket fell off a precipice like yeah, it just till, fell till this jersey rule till 2011 yeah. world cup <laughs> so <laughs> so okay those 10 years you had you never looked you did not win series in australia you only won one in england but the most important you did not lose like we did not lose a series in england after 1996 till 2011 both 2002 we drew 1-1 2007 we won 1-0 and michael if you ask michael wall in 2007 we probably could have won 2-1 or 2-0 like had that that I, I, i again it's something i'm speaking of memory you can you can check up on this but yeah. that peak australian team mm-hmm. right had a losing record to india if you include home and away tests absolutely it does because losing record to india 19... now they won at home i don't dispute that for a moment but overall they had a losing record to india no no i i can count it right now 98 we won 2-1 um 1999 we lost 30 but 2001 you won 2-1 again 2003 you drew 2-1 1 2004 is when you lose 2-1 but then after that all the home series uh, you win you win, you win. and you won 30 yeah. 40 20 yeah, yeah. and and so, you only lost that one that, that, that team was capable of coming out with a winning record against the elite australian team yeah right so when whenever i am told team india greatest ever team that we've ever had i mean highest resources i i agree on the bowling side but just stop kidding yourself right exactly so, so this is so for me the big takeaway from this test match is what i want to watch how kohli handles the swing in england now because that second innings dismissal to me created doubts about that off stump problem yeah but, but that's a little bit about pujara and then we'll end with pujara i genuinely i just don't think he plays swing bowling well no that is true but his whole percentage see the, the thing with pujara what has become is that he pretty much like wherever even when he can push the ball he blocks right like in australia so i don't know in india like during the australia series if you guys were watching the indian broadcast or the australian broadcast sadly what's happened is indian broadcaster broadcasting has become very jingoistic when it comes to pure analysis of the kohli team right um australian bro- an australian broadcast is basically what the australians are saying and australian commentators are reasonably jingoistic also but you had tisha goa and all of them giving very good analysis on this were, that pujara when he can actually push and mark war actually was saying that he can push the ball around for ones and twos right that that whole amazing innings at gabba when he was 9 of 100 balls mark was simple point was why can't he be 20 of 100 he can actually push the ball for one or two i is like i don't mind him playing 80 dot balls but the straight where he can actually but it seems like he's gone to this such a blocking mindset that boss yeah, yeah. To, and he's not a goddamn night watchman yeah yeah and it's and it's killing momentum man it's killing momentum for the okay, he, he can actually hit 
the ball like so when gil got going pujara was actually smashing the ball for he like even in england he he was zero like he was zero of like 35 balls or something and then he hit two boundaries in two balls and i'm like what's yeah, yeah. you doing it's a consistent problem i'm totally on board with you his his bat is back 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 lift and bat swing is really bad for swing bowling it, yeah. it's it's a knock it's a knock yeah, yeah. So it comes from third slip and it comes third and even beyond fourth slip and 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 then tries to straighten up. It's very hard. And honestly, that is why I was hoping that because Dhoni picked him for uh, Chennai CSK IPL. I hope he plays three four IPL games in Dubai or something. अभी जो IPL शुरू हो रहा है कि थोड़ा उसका backswing improve हो because there he's forced to use you know a heavier thing thing. But because in England, if you cannot score, if you cannot even get two or three or single, Anderson is going to get you out. Anderson or Broad yeah. because. Rahane you know that that dismissal is such a rubbish dismissal down the leg side but what did hey, he do no the first innings was even worse where he just like played that half cool shot to neil wagner what was that i i put out a tweet at that time saying i think i have exploded with frustration yeah he first played a pull shot got lucky because it bounced in front of the square leg yeah. and immediately the next ball you played the same shot The the only thing dumber than that was Ashwin taking on the pull shot with four fieldsmen in catching position. Four in the second innings. I mean, they had a they had a forward short leg, they had a square leg, they had a deep square leg, they had a fine leg, and Ashwin is like, let me place it in the middle and run one single. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I this is what I wanted to come to because now you brought up Ashwin. Ashwin has had just just there is some problem with the thinking in this test match for this team because. Yeah. Right, so you lose Pujara, you lose Rahane. Now you're basically down to Jadeja and uh, Pant batting. I don't know why Jadeja goes ahead of Ashwin. I would always put Ashwin ahead of Jadeja. I know Jadeja's Test match average recently is 56, but Jadeja has not been playing away tests. Mm-hmm. I would still put Ashwin up there, right, and ask him to play a play a slower game, block and uh, accumulate. Mm-hmm. Uh, That test match that we saved in Sydney would set up the Gabba. Mm-hmm. Ashwin played a complete blocking innings, right? Yeah. He withstood bouncers. He blocked everything that came his way. He was a very different conditions. I don't doubt it, but it reflected a mentality. He can handle that. That kind of inning, he can handle. He can absorb that pressure, and he can keep blocking and and keeping one end up. For whatever reason, Ashwin also came out in this innings after Jadeja got out mm-hmm. and decided he wants to go help for leather. And I think the thinking was they were one twenty odd for six at that time. Yeah. That they will try and quickly get forty fifty runs, and that will save them. But that's not a percentage play in that situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And let me tell you how bad the thinking was. I have known Pant did not counter attack in this innings, and I liked that about him. He played shots when they were needed. Pant ended with a strike rate of less than fifty. That yeah. does not constitute counter attacking. Forty-one of eighty-seven balls. Right. Yeah. 
but he played but he kept scoring kept scoring a little bit little bit this is how you play in england it's perfectly fine it's not a counter attacking inning it's not an irresponsible inning but what happened in that in the beginning of that second session pant hits six is no doubt pant hits big booming boundaries no doubt but he does it from the crease yeah he came dancing down the track to bolt right and splices it in the air and henry nichols takes a catch which i think is not getting enough love that is a phenomenal catch and it's more phenomenal for how easy he made it look it was just such a precise piece of running to the ball catching and uh, like stable in the hand brilliant catch mm-hmm. now that happens first ball of the over mm-hmm. ravi charan ashwin gets out later in that over trying to play a booming cover drive of bold mm-hmm. and gets out to a wide delivery mm-hmm. this is this is not brain fade this is madness beyond madness mm-hmm. i mean you cannot put it in words how bad this level of thinking is mm-hmm. right so that's why especially for a batsman this is why i pointed to that earlier australian like he possesses the mental capacity to batten down the hatches mm-hmm. right he can play that way but clearly the instruction was go for it so it's just i don't know what it is with chastri and kohli they think they can play like the like the all conquering aussies or the all conquering west indians and conditions don't matter and we can show our intent at all times good luck to you yeah absolutely this is just i mean that's like when uh, ravi shastri was comparing prithvi shaw to brian lara or something like that like it it it, it reminds that a that feel like yeah arin lower had to be yeah exactly exactly so so this brings me to an important point right we'll talk um, the last point the last 10 yeah, minutes yeah, of- just, just just to end the test match we were never in that defense of the target we were never in defense of it in in the target all on time because again we bowled rubbish We, yes absolutely it was absolutely abject yeah he had he had figures of like 32120 or something 5280 that means boss 12 balls you bowled where there was no run and the other three overs you were giving six runs and over i'm like i mean what the hell it, you didn't select swing bowlers so the ball didn't swing for you it swung for them they bowled you out baat karta hai but the selector so uh, what i what, what i wanted to draw out was for me this kind of disaster it's not dissimilar to the how i used to analyze the world cup also this is in the making in your selectorial problem of right. the squad yeah. then into the team going into the team then on the captaincy where you keep point constantly keep point in squad that keeps point in those conditions anyway so your bowlers keep bowling too short and this is what you end up So let me ask you this then, and we'll talk about Kane Williams in the last because I think we have to talk about the good guys the last. You know about that? Not that. No, we'll about New Zealand bowling and batting. No, we'll that. That's what we'll end with. But I want to ask one fundamental question: Does Virat Kohli need to need to be replaced as a captain in at least one format? You know, there was this there was this moment like I think there was seven down or we picked up the seventh or the eighth wicket where Kohli was jumping like a little boy who had just found like patang or something and rohit sharma just looks uh, you know almost with that expression he kya hai you know rohit sharma had that wonderful like it was like there are two people one is a vice captain one is the captain and the vice captain seems like the bigger adult in the room than the captain because like he just like so much, he's become theatrical and then he's almost playing for this weird image on social media i feel like you are talking about this in 2021 i've been screaming since 2017 no, no, i agree same i've been i think he's a rubbish captain is and it's more than even infield performance like, you know in terms of bowling resources no indian captain has had these kind of resources no one has ever had these kind of resources 
right? In terms of managing batsmen, getting them through, making them feel secure, he has made every batsman feel insecure, barring Rahane. Even Pujara in between, he had made feel insecure. Rahane, he had dropped Rahane also. So that's South Africa series. He lands up in South Africa, doesn't pick Rahane for the first test, picks Rohit, loses the test match. Yeah. Right? Bhuvneshwar is your best player in that test match. Second test, Bhuvneshwar is dropped. Yeah. He does my head in, boss. And for whom? Hardik Pandey are going to be the next bloody couple day plus Botham plus uh, Imran Khan combined. Yeah. And he can't hold a ball right now. What are you looking at? I mean, I, I just don't understand how he analyzes the game. You go to England, you pitched your whole 10 days. Hardik Pandey is going to bowl well. Four, yeah. four mil, boss. Four mil. You know where? I mean, you need better people. You have on, Southampton, on Southampton, where the ball was turning square, you pick one spinner. And, and, and you can't chase down 200 runs. I'll start but, but at Southampton, four years later, when it's been raining for four days, you pick two spinners again. <laughs> yes. 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 I mean, it's bookended how stupid your captaincy is, man. That's yes. how bookended yes. yes. it is. And that puts into perspective this whole line of, oh, we don't look at the condition. We pick the score for 2021-2020. Don't look at the conditions. I mean, this is how stupid you are. Book and you're perfect. They don't look at conditions. Kohli looks at Shastri. Shastri looks at Kohli. And they decide that we'll do it again. I've been getting trolled for about two and a half years on Kohli. (laughs) And like savage, like Kohli Kohli fans are like Salman Khan fans. Uh Now, a thick-skinned guy like me, you don't know how much fun I am with them. I love it. I like I thrive on their trolling. Yeah, yeah. And I keep poking at it. I keep poking at it. And and for all the resources he's possessed, all he's won away from home is against a weakened Australian Test match lineup. He hasn't in 2018. Oh, I mean, you're talking about 2018. Yeah, there was no Warner, no Smith, and yeah. no Cameron Macro. I don't right? this victory higher, but that came under Rahane, not under Kohli. Yes. Exactly. The one test match we lost came under Kohli. Yeah. <laughs> the most infamous in Indian history. 36 all out. But right, so I, I have a real I I, I can't fathom the and yes, 2019 World Cup. Let's be clear again, right? So what happens in match 2019 World Cup man? You the, the word 3D cricketer, right? It did my I, I couldn't believe I'm hearing these terms. Like he, he's a three-dimensional cricketer, what the selector is saying. Yeah. 3D cricketer kya hota hai? And, and for a for a wicket behind. You left Ambati Raidu behind. What did you miss out for? A number four. Are don't even and, and whenever I see MSK Prasad speaking, uh, I always remember that ball from Brett Lee and he's still being clueless, you know, yeah. today. <laughs> His bat is this far away from off stump and the, yeah. and the bouncer and then the Yorkers come and hit the base of off. And and what the great Jeffrey Burke and I'm, I'm repeating myself. Uh, um, uh, what I had two podcasts ago, what Jeffrey Burkott said when Gautam Gambhir got out in England with his back hanging out. Like, yeah, he, he got, Jeffrey Burkott's like he's rubbish. He's he's he four years ago he's lost it and looks like he still hasn't found it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Okay. MSK so, was lost it twenty years ago. He still hasn't found it today. So again, coming to Kohli now for three years leading up to that World Cup, you invested in your idea of attacking with two spinners. Kuldeep yeah. and Chahal, yeah. right? You lost one match in the World Cup to England where you yourself admitted this happened because one side was short boundaries and the spinners got hit for sixes. Now, what did you lost lost Because Jadav and Champus. He has mismanaged KL Rahul. He has mismanaged Kuldeep, Kuldeep Yadav. He has mismanaged uh, a number of the young openers that were coming through at one time or the other. Yeah. 
this guy is riding on i look this there's got to be some kind of corporate reason why he will he's, he seems to be that indian cricket will forever be his seat which is why i always say this and we'll jump to new zealand uh, in the closing comments in the last 5 minutes kohli for anyone who says compare kohli to sachin i'll slap them because sachin knew when to step down when he sucked as a captain twice he stepped down he threatened that he was going to resign from the team if they don't drop him as a captain and for simple reason th- this is why sachin's 2004 sydney innings remains one of the most incredible uh, innings he's ever played because he cut out the cover drive he cut out the straight drive he cut out the entire offside still managed to get to 200 at more than 50% of the strike rate and yeah, india strike rate. pretty much batted india to where they just couldn't lose yeah yeah is that series ha is that If my bowlers can take twenty wickets, I don't understand. But I'm going to take them. And, and, but, and but for but for the usual Steve Buckner bullshit, we had yeah. we had that Test match one on day five because Steve Waugh was plump. He was plump. plump. I think Martin also or something. Martin yeah, Ponty. Yeah. What can you do when Steve Buck- Buckner versus India is another story? I remember that famous Gabba where he gave out Sachin was zero and Tony Greg was like that is a dreadful decision. He, he that's what he said on air and he's like when bucknor raises finger is like oh no that's a dreadful decision and then in 2003 he said in my mind this should be able to be overturned he he said this he's like he was advocating brs in 2003 and he's like there is no and uh, tony greg's passion for sachin is of course very well known he was so mad on air i was like what nonsense is bucknor doing so bucknor ne to 2003 mein trailer diya tha aur 2008 mein puri picture dikha di sydney mein but So on on the Kohli captaincy issue, yeah. I think the only guy who can be captain in Test right now is Ashwin. If it's not Kohli, because Ashwin is the only one who comes into the team and is consistently oh. there in every. And I think he'll make a terrific captain. And I don't terrific. understand why we haven't picked a bowling captain after Kumble. After Kumble was such a phenomenal captain. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And, and you you put in Ashwin as captain, he probably has two to three years maximum left in his career, and that should be enough time to bridge the gap for some of these younger cricketers to come through. Which is what Kumble did. He was the bridge between the uh, uh, Dravid era and the Dhoni era. He was there for two and a half years, and that was enough to mentor Dhoni into a cap- being yeah. captain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's exactly what he needs to do. And Rahane can be a deputy because I think even Rahane is a good deputy leader. You know, uh, so at the end of the Test series, I'm not so sure Ajinkya Rahane will be an automatic selection. Anymore. Uh, I actually think Rahane probably because Pujara and Kohli I predict to be so bad. I think Rahane might uh, uh, work better. I yeah, hope they don't drop each other as well if they if they want to get rid of Rahane. So I hope they're <laughs> proven wrong, but I and I hope Kohli is really good as he was in 2018. But the way he's playing, you watch the 2018 highlights. He was incredible. incredible but um, but coming to the last part of the podcast we have to talk a little bit about Kane Williamson and his brand of cricket he was phenomenal uh, he played one bad shot to get out but for the 143 balls before he got out he was brilliant as a batsman and as a leader the way he was marshaling his resources i, see, I, I don't use words like phenomenal and brilliant for williamson in this context I, he was williamson is technically excellent No, but I'm not using phenomenal as a batsman. I'm using phenomenal as a leader because he can get the. He, he, he is ten times the captain that your captain. He is ten times the captain that your captain is. He he thinks about things much better than your captain does. Correct. He thinks about batting innings better than your captain does. He missed out a lot of runs that were there for the taking, in my view. That's that's why I was a little critical of his batting. Yeah. But but you're absolutely correct. This is a batsman who knows his off stump. You see Williamson leaving a ball. Yeah. 
And he leaves the ball in the first third of the ball's flight. He's so clear about what it's about. Yeah. So clear. Right? Doesn't get beaten outside off all that much. Yeah. And here's the killer with him. One of Williamson's go-to shots, his run-making shots, is that dab to third man. Hmm. That late cut and dab to third man. He completely took it out of the game. And he was able to play simpler shots forward in front of the wicket. Right? And, and I may be slaughtered for saying that, but he's he's the true inheritor of the legacy of Rahul Dravid. Not just in the way he plays, but in the way he conducts himself on the field and the way he leads his team. Yeah, no, I I understand the comparisons to that. Uh, Williamson, look, is my favorite batsman from this generation. No, no, no. I'm talking about batting. I'm talking about a leader. A leader. No, in every sense, I understand. Yeah. I, I I mean, I'm loath to make comparisons, but I understand the parallel is a very good parallel. Yeah. Williamson and Dravid is a very good parallel. Yeah. Personality-wise, they fit. Batting style-wise, they fit. Uh, importance to the team-wise, they fit. You know, they fit. And there are a few good men of cricket. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I just think that Williamson is an even better captain than Dravid. Huh. He built a very good team and he's built a strong team. Uh, but, you know, New Zealand got absolutely tonked by Australia in Australia mm-hmm. just before we had gone there. So, mm-hmm. I don't know about this World Test Championship format may need a lot of rethinking. And I'm mm-hmm. with Kohli on this that if you're going to do this away, uh, neutral neutral venue series, there has to be three Test matches at least. I accept that. Uh, but, you know, all of that is all of that is nice to say, but the truth is, this you knew what these circumstances are, you knew what these conditions are, and you played them badly. Hmm, exactly. Uh, huh, sorry, they have a like the real deal. Uh, looks hmm. like a very good batsman. Uh, Conway looks like a very very good batsman. Hmm. Uh, they are also going to have a problem because Taylor will be gone in a couple of months, in a hmm. in a year maximum. I think yeah. Taylor will be, and they need to fill that hole in the middle order. Yeah. Um, but that bowling lineup, man, it just they keep producing a. Henry, uh, it was who who bowled Matt Henry bowled yeah. in the Test match against England and was fantastic, and yeah. he wasn't for this match. So as was Ajaz Patel, and and so New Zealand has two good spinners and Ajaz Patel and Mitch Santner as well. So they have a squad that can actually take on uh, the sub in the subcontinent wickets as well. At least give give people a good fight. So, so the way it's sort of played out, some things are very odd about this Test Championship. England played 21 matches, we played 17 matches, Australia played 19 matches, New Zealand played only 11 matches. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it didn't sort of, there's an unfairness element to that. Yeah. Uh, but then, it is what it is. And I think New Zealand eventually comes out as the Test Champion amongst a generation of fairly, I would say, across-the-board mediocre teams with just too many weaknesses across the board. Exactly. Absolutely. So, but in, in conclusion, this is a phenomenal discussion, Nikhil, on this. Um, I think maybe we'll do a follow-up one after India's England tour is over. Maybe uh, a congratulations or a commiserations. But closing thoughts. What about the England tour and what do you see for the way forward for Indian cricket? Well, first, you need to change your selection. You, yeah. you need to one or two swing bowlers need to be added to this squad. Does Jaddu need to go from being a permanent fixture in this eleven to only be when we are playing in India or when there is some sort of assistance on the wicket? Abhi, that will depend. That does see again. I would like to convey this to the Indian management. That depends on the conditions. Hmm. Right? You might land up. I don't know. You land up in London to play a Test match at the Oval hmm. or at Lords in July okay. sometime, and it's five days of sun. Jaddu might be useful yeah. for you on day four and day five. Mm-hmm. Right, but England, you still need you know to, to get to day four or day five in a condition 
in a position in a test match where you can affect the test match i think you need swing bowlers early on yeah so and i don't think that this batting lineup is good enough to have only five batsmen either so you're going to mm-hmm. have to make do with four bowlers the problem is unlike in the past none of those batsmen bowl yeah none of them bowl none of them you have to almost get um, that that is why sachin and ganguly's 10 overs that we got in a test match were so critical in england saurav ganguly was i mean very i remember in 2007 our bowlers couldn't pick up a wicket ganguly come, comes and traps cook in front yeah. first yeah. test in lords yes yeah. 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 they are relief they are relief overs they are useful overs yeah no and let's not forget uh, zaheer khan was swinging it three ways in 2007 off and bloody reverse swing i mean huge phenomenon huge phenomenon so you if you don't have if you don't have a single swing bowler that's why i think shardul thakur almost becomes an automatic selection in the first or second test match especially when you're playing lords with the squad is he in the squad He is. He was in the squad of thirty. That's what I thought. At least he was as a backup. No, I don't think. I don't think he was in the twenty-one members. That's why I'm saying I don't. God, we have a scale of problem we're dealing with here. You know what I'm saying? What I'm trying to say is, you have to get both Bhuvi and Shardul and put them. They in should the actually. Squad. They should actually ship Bhuvi after two or three one days to England. Get him quarantined for two weeks. In ready for the first test match. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because I think Bumrah has to be dropped in favor of Bhuvi. Uh, no, I wouldn't drop Bumrah quite yet. I wouldn't drop. It. But if you can't have all three bowling very similarly, yeah. Right? So you, Bumrah, no, Shami plays the whole series. Like absolutely, he's your best bowler in these circumstances. Yeah, you have to. Be, Siraj is already there. Siraj will be a good addition. You'll mm-hmm. have to choose. Maybe today you're right. Maybe on the on the on the. uh performance of this test match it's bumrah that gets dropped and siraj comes in for bumrah because i'm also thinking bumrah needs to bowl a lot in county cricket and stuff that man has been bowling way too much in white ball cricket and he has not been bowl- because he's he has the same problem that ashwin did na that ashwin had forgotten how to bowl consistently on the off stump when he was like trying this carom ball and this weird leg spin no, 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 I, i think something more heinous has happened here When he bowled in the West Indies mm-hmm. two years ago, he was unplayable. He was swinging the ball really late both yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. Then he had the stress fractures on his back. Correct. He bowled that unplayable delivery even in Australia in the 2018 tour which we won. Mm-hmm. He bowled unplayable full-length swinging deliveries at that time. Mm-hmm. The he's come back from the stress fractures in the back, and the swing has been gone for a while now. Mm-hmm. or oh, he's got to rediscover something either they decide okay one way or another we're just going to keep playing bumrah and he'll rediscover himself or they may drop him and put siraj in because i don't think they can go in with more than four bowlers given the given the problem in the batting lineup yeah exactly so yeah i don't know i mean that's what we'll see but with pujara kohli and rahane it seems like they're all on borrowed time right now uh, kohli as a captain not as a player yeah but, sharma to that list i don't know what rohit sharma is the way to us that he shouldn't be in that list uh rohit yeah exactly uh, i this is the only, this is the last chance this is his first and last chance i mean last chance in a way tours if he ends up with an average of 28 again in a way tour because that seems to be his thing he gets out between 20 and 30 with a weird consistent basis uh, yeah so i so me the main thing is that they have to get swing bowlers into the squad mm-hmm. then they have to find a way to select these swing bowlers 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think they can be confident enough going into test matches against England with just five batsmen when these batsmen aren't playing well enough. England have recently lost series and test matches in India and elsewhere because of this bubble requirement. They were not picking their best 11. Mm-hmm. But now they're at home and I think they'll consistently pick their best 11 and they have enough bowling depth as well to keep it rotational on the bowling side. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they're a tougher team than we've seen in the past, although nonetheless they have problems because there are a lot of batsmen who are bedding in into international cricket right now. Exactly. They can be got at. They can be got at, but we've got to pick our best 11 first. Absolutely. And that that is the thing. Uh, we can't give any recommendations to end the podcast because watch the damn cricket and series. But write to us, guys, on what you think about this and maybe the kind of questions we want to cover in a follow-up podcast. But thank you, Nekhil. You've been very generous with your time. But this was a lot of fun discussing. Hey, um, talking about cricket, I always enjoy it. No, and when I messaged uh, Nikhil, I'll, I'll, I'll reveal this. I wrote podcast so uh, we do this and 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 uh, before Kushal beats me up because initially he said that we will be talking about it podcast pe. so that might be also coming but yeah, very soon after the England tour but uh, thank you so much for joining uh, guys please like us on Facebook subscribe follow us on our Twitter accounts we'll be back next week with more thank you so much for joining Nikhil this was fantastic take care